At present Lucia was high priestess at every altar of art, and she could not think with equanimity of seeing anybody in charge of the ritual at any. Again, to so eminent an opera singer there must be conceded a certain dramatic knowledge, and indeed Georgie had often spoken to Lucia of that superb moment when Brunhilde woke and hailed the sun. Must Lucia give up the direction of dramatic art as well as of music? Point by point pricked themselves out of the general gloom, and hoisted danger signals. Then suddenly the whole was in blaze together. What if Olga took the lead, not in this particular or in that, but attempted to constitute herself supreme in the affairs of Rhizome? It was all very well for her to be a brilliant bird of passage, just for a couple of days, and drop, so to speak, a moulted feather, an eagle's feather, on Lucia's party, thereby causing it to shine out from all previous festivities, making it the heightimest affair that had ever happened, but it was a totally different matter to contemplate her permanent residence here. It seemed possible that then she might keep her feathers to line her own eyrie. She thought of Belshazzar's feast, and the writing of doom on the wall, which she was Daniel enough to interpret herself. Thy kingdom is divided, it said, and given to the Braceleys or the Shuttleworths. She rallied her forces. If Olga meant to show herself that sort of woman, she should soon know with whom she had to deal. Not but what Lucia would give her the chance first of behaving with suitable loyalty and obedience. She would even condescend to cooperate with her, so long as it was perfectly clear that she aimed at no supremacy. But there was only one lawgiver in Rhizome, one court of appeal, one dispenser of destiny. Her own firmness of soul calmed and invigorated her, and, changing her teacher's robe for a walking dress, she went out up the road that led by Old Place to see what could be observed of the interior from outside.